0: Hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me Hashtag Boss Lee, and this is episode 466 of the show. Um, I'm just going to stop for a second and say this is a really, really valuable episode for anybody that is looking to scale their leadership. So if that's you, uh, I'd probably listen a couple of times. I would definitely share it maybe into some leadership, um, you know, if you have like a leadership group or something. Something of that nature. Uh, It's just really, really powerful. And I think it's an episode that will shift your life. So this is a mid-level leadership call, like I said. um, And it's just... It's good stuff. So at any point in time, when you find value out of this, make sure that you screenshot this, put it in your story, tag me at I'm Boss Lee or Jesse Lee Ward if you're on Facebook and make sure that you share this with somebody. The easiest way is to copy the direct link and send it to them. If you do find value out of it as well, make sure that you leave a five-star review. I really appreciate those of you that take the extra 120 seconds or so to do so and make sure you also subscribe. Speaking of subscribing, in the um, in the show notes description, you will see a link for a telegram. The link to the telegram is going to take you to uh, uh, accessibility to pop-up calls. So if you want some extra training with a boss play, please feel free to subscribe. That costs you nothing. Today's reviewer of the show is Danette Gray. She says, mentor of a lifetime, five stars. This woman is fire, 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 fire. <laughs> I would recommend her to any business or even for, for I would recommend her to any business or anyone for personal growth. Love that. Appreciate that. Appreciate all you guys. And, of course, I'm training a network marketing team on this episode of the show. So anything that can be perceived as an income claim should not be and cannot be. Uh, this kind of business takes a lot of hard work and by no means are my results. Typical, I am not normal. I outwork everybody. So enjoy the show, take the notes. When you do screen share it and uh, put it in your story, take down some notes of some of your favorite takeaways. Those are super beneficial for me to see as well. So I see what you guys want some more training on. Love you guys, appreciate you guys. I hope you really love this episode of the show.
1: Uh, Today, what I actually wanna talk about is kind of that mid-level leadership. And I wanna talk about, this isn't so much for, for you, although I think some of you, will that it, it, you do fit into this category but more so the actual skill sets that somebody that is at mid-level leadership should have and should work on um before they scale to higher level leadership so i think this is actually kind of something sort of you know if you think about maxwell where he talks about you know the the pillar or the um what the heck is it the layers of leadership what the heck well no that's not what it's called the levels of leadership right where it's like level one, two, three, four, five. five where he talks about how Um, in the levels of leadership, it's not that you're, you don't just all of a sudden go to pinnacle leadership and you no longer have to be a level four leader, but you're adding. And I think that's important. We talk about that because there's a lot of people who seem to think like, oh, when they get to a certain level, they no longer have to do whatever it may be. And some of that's actually true. You know some um some leadership some things in leadership you should be able to grow out of i was on of course eric's call you guys know i have those calls on wednesdays and two really cool things um that happened out of that call is uh first of all the way he described our team like holy crap that was really really cool um he essentially literally said there is no better team in network marketing than the empire he told All these million-dollar earners that they need to sign their spouses up under me to learn what we're doing because nobody else has it and I was like, what? Uh, What? like, uh, what was really really cool? Um, but it just also kind of made me think like You know, we've always got to basically stay in that stage one activity We've always got to stay in in whatever that leadership is. It doesn't just go away um, and so Um, of course with Maxwell, um, I think level four leadership is the hardest leadership to conquer. If you don't know about that, you can just Google it. We're not talking about it today. I've done a whole training for champs on it already, but when I'm talking about mid-level leadership today, you still have to be able to manage those things. You still have to be able to be those, the things we're going to talk about. And then that's the only way that you're going to possibly lead others to do the same, right? Is for you to have a great understanding of it. So some of you are going to go, Oh, it's exactly like where I am. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. So, uh, this would, so, so anyway, I would say uh, you could call it mid, mid-level leaders, mid-level management, whatever. It's all kind of the same. Um, the very first thing I would say is at this level, it's when you have to start thinking and acting uh, systemically. You've got to start thinking in systems, okay? At this level, the people that I want you to start trying to identify in your organizations are people that see big picture, Right? People who are able to broaden their perspective. Um, people who are able to see patterns in relationships, in conversations, um, in the way they flow on their social media. Um, these are people who are getting better and better at dealing with uncertainties. Uh, these, are be- these are people who are starting to give up the need to be people pleasers. Okay. Um, and these are people that are starting to identify. Whoa, I feel like I'm doing a lot every day, but I'm kind of starting to doubt my abilities to lead, or my abilities to scale, or my abilities to develop other leaders, or my abilities to do to be successful, right? Um, and so inside of this, I think that when it comes to thinking and sy- thinking thinking and acting systemically. This is self-control, right? Who are you developing, or maybe it's you, who is starting to require more self-control, right? More clarity, more understanding. Who in your team is starting to show the ability to have more empathy for others? And maybe most importantly of thinking and acting systemically, not allowing everybody's stuff to allow them to lose focus. Right? There's a lot of that. I mean, I know when I say stuff like this, I think people's faces pop up in your head. Am I right? Like you're like, Oh God. And maybe you're thinking of yourself. I don't know. But the systems, whatever systems means to you are so important right? They're just so freaking important. Um, And when your mind starts to think like a system, you're going to see people in your organization who do start following scheduling. They do start following posting. They do start following a rhythm and a routine. They do start following all of these things. And that's where I think a lot of the growth in people comes from. So um, thinking and acting systemically, those mid-level leaders, there becomes a shift from the messy action where they're kind of throwing a bunch of TikToks and Instagrams and Facebook posts and whatever at the wall into more of a flow. And when you start to identify somebody starting to catch a rhythm, that's when I would start to give them opportunities to lead more, right? So maybe that's hosting your call for you. Maybe that's doing an MVP testimonial for you. Maybe that's asking somebody to be on a committee for you. Um, but somebody who's really starting to catch the idea that this is a business and this isn't just... Um, something that you know obviously i don't want to say they just do part-time because you can just do this part-time but something that they want to take a lot more seriously than just oh it's my little it's my little hobby thing it's just a little hobby that i do okay the second thing i definitely notice um in this mid-level area is people start to become more resilient right so people who you start to see them go through stuff and succeed through stuff like who's seen this before i can actually i can actually use kelsey as an example for this she just wrote something in the chat I remember one time, (laughs) I remember because I was at Eric's house. Um, I think the situation was something like Kelsey was getting attacked by, I think, girls from high school or something, like high school or maybe just her, her, her town or something. I don't know. There was some like major drama going on where she was getting just like attacked by people. And um, I was messaged by someone in, in her support line and they were like, oh my God, like, can you please, can you, can you talk to Kelsey. And I was like, yeah, for sure. And I remember just picking up the phone and talking through it with her. And I was like, this is just the beginning. I was like, this is only going to get crazier, but you're strong enough to get through it. Like, they're only talking about you because they hate themselves. If they have the time to make TikToks about, this is not just Kelsey, this is about all of you, right? If they have the time to make TikToks about you, Megan or Amanda or Brooke or Kayla or Tawny or Amber or Angela or Stephanie or YouTubes, right? Or, um, whatever, like, just tell me you hate yourself without telling me you hate yourself. Like sign up for therapy. Like what, what good is it that you're bashing people on the internet? Like, oh my God, and if you're watching everything that I do, you're literally a confused fan. Like you're a super fan. You say things about me that I don't I don't even like whoa, I don't even remember that. Holy hell, you know the date that I dyed my hair back to black? Whoa, like that's you're a stalker. Yeah, uh Lisa Grossman is so funny. Lisa's like, what did Lisa say Kayla? Kayla was like, these people making videos about you are bitter exes. <laughs> it's like a bitter ex. I'm like, oh, like when you move on and the person yeah, okay. But a lot of those people in that mid range, you guys have seen it. You know, maybe you've had a rank 3 or 4 who um maybe went viral and hit rank 4 and then got attacked or something, right? Or maybe it's resilience from a relationship. Um, And what I mean by from a relationship is more like um, an unsupportive spouse that now they're actively trying to prove wrong, right? Maybe it's uh, an ex-best friend who is super anti-MLM and every time they post something, they just go nuts, right? Like whatever it is. I want you to pay attention to who is showing signs of resilience that isn't shutting down and there's a bit of like, oh, it sucks. Like my call with Kelsey, she was, she was upset, right? But there was no like, I just can't do this anymore. <laughs> like as soon as I started giving her directive, she's like, oh, I'm going to F them up. Like I'm just going to get bigger and bolder and whatever. I'm like, all right, let's go. I've had those conversations with, with several of you before, right? Um, that one just came to my mind because she typed in the chat, right? But there's been several of you. Um, I've had the conversation like that with Stephanie Holman. I've had a conversation like that with Amanda Hodgman-Hollis. I've had conversations like that with Brittany, with Sydney, um, with a lot of you, right? It's almost like, huh, to be expected. So leadership resiliency though, in particular, um, a lot of it is about handling the stress. A lot of it is about handling the uncertainty. And the most of it I would say is who, when there is a setback, is setting themselves up for a comeback. Those are the people I want you to look for. Okay? Because there's not, oh, I don't know what's up with my voice, sorry. There's not, I just cracked, my voice just cracked. There's not one of us who didn't have a rougher August. That's not true. Brittany Beezer had a crusher August. Um, so, uh, with the exception of Brittany, the rest of us, uh, we went a little backwards last month, right? Maybe not something super horrific or anything like that, but we had a setback. Right, I think some of us emotionally are still two weeks in emotionally recovering from it. Well, mid-level leaders are going to run through it no matter what. Right, You had a bad week. Your hormones are out of control. You're I'm trying to think of like whatever. You're whatever. I'm not saying don't take time for whatever. But yeah, like Lindy just said, you can't stop me. Right? Can't stop me. So... Whatever those setbacks are when they have when they come a leader is going to find resiliency in it. They're going to learn to maintain an equilibrium under pressure. I do love 75 hard. I think it's getting kind of obvious cuz this is my third time doing it. But I love it because it sucks. I love it because it sucks like you're constantly under pressure. I'm having no, I'm like, damn it. Now I'm walking again at 1130 at night. No, 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 no. I'm supposed to be asleep by 1030. No, 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 no. But there's a challenge in building the resiliency. It is like, okay, we went to all these concerts. I like Seltzer's, okay? I was like, "Damn, man, you know how bad I want a freaking White Claw. I want a freaking White Claw. I want to get a little bit tipsy. Just like I just want one. I just want one, and I want I want my pelvis to move like Roberto's. That's all I wanted, man. Okay? And uh I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh they ordered Jack in the Box and they were truly's actually. Um they ordered Jack in the Box, man. I kind of wanted a taco. not going to lie. I sort of wanted a taco. There's a lot of birthday cakes. There's a lot of birthdays around these parts. Okay. There's a lot of people around these parts. I want cake. Okay. And there's that thing where you're like, well, nobody will know. Well, I'm going to know if I don't read 10 pages. Right. I'm going to know if I don't go exercise. I'm going to know. Yeah. Oh my God. At the sweet guys. Oh my God the girl goes, would you like to have ice cream? And I knew they would want the ice cream because I know it comes out in a whole Sunday platter. That was $350 of ice cream. Okay. And it was like six pints. All right. But like, it comes with cups of caramel and cups of chocolate and things of whipped cream and all three flavors and you eat it in like the ranger's hat that you can take home to your kids and whatever you know and i was like yeah i want to give them that experience like it'll be really cool they'll take something home to their babies like yeah i'll do it so i ordered the thing and y'all if you don't know what is jesse lee's favorite freaking ice cream neapolitan i like variety okay i freaking want my damn strawberry vanilla and chocolate and what do you know they brought out freaking neapolitan and i'm like and then i saw chocolate sauce i'm like that's fine and then i saw the caramel Guys, I could just pour caramel in my face hole. You know, like, God, I just, there's something about caramel. I don't know. I just love it. So I picked it up and I sniffed it. And somebody who doesn't know me that well that was in a suite was like, don't do it, don't do it. People on our team were like, it's Jessie Lee. She's not going to do it. She just wants to smell it and I sadly put it down, but let me tell you, under the pressure of everything, yes, Sydney, because you can't just, like, smell that, because then it ends up in your nose, and, um, not caramel, we're not talking about caramel right now, we're talking about another C word, okay, uh, but anyway, so, um, (laughs) so, uh, yeah, you can't do that, can't do that, can't go to Miami, right, but, uh, maintain that equilibrium under pressure, who is able to do that? I want you to pay attention to those people. Okay. And I don't care if you said it as, you know, like, I'll give you an example. Like I don't, I don't judge at all either way, but like I'm doing 75 hard, which means I'm doing 75 hard. Like it's not easy. And then I totally respected that Crystal was there. Leah's there. And they're like, oh, we're doing 75 medium. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? And they're like, well, we're doing one exercise. We're allowed to drink and we get a cheat meal once a week. I'm like, you mean 75 simple? I'm like, whatever. Like I was kind of giggling, right? But I said to them, I'm like, you know what? They're still setting discipline for themselves. They've still set a goal that they are working towards. And they're doing it, right? And that's important for all of us to remember as leaders because I know in my past for sure, it was like, why aren't my goals the same as everybody else's? Or why aren't everybody else's goals the same as mine? And learning to respect in there that everybody's goals are different and then cheering them on like, hell yeah, Leah. You know, let's go. Like Crystal's like, I haven't drank enough water. And then the two of them are like, let's go Mm, or whatever, I'm like, damn, good for you being able to have a damn cheat meal once a week because once, t- uh, once that pizza hits my tongue, tomorrow's not looking too good neither. All right, like tomorrow's looking like Neapolitan ice cream Taco Bell from right here in Frisco where they have the best tacos. I don't know why. You have to ask Sydney about that. She knows what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm going to go down the flipping lasagna hole like I am not well. Okay, and then I'm going to go maybe Monday. Then I'm going to go maybe, maybe next month. Then I'm going to go maybe 2022. Like, no, it's not good for me. So I'm in my swing. They're in their swing. But I want you to pay attention to who is showing resiliency. Who is learning to maintain the equilibrium under the pressure. Okay? And so spend time helping people find tools for building resiliency for themselves. Maybe you come up with challenges like 75 medium and you ask who on your team wants to do it with you. Maybe you set something for yourself that you're like, that's realistic. I can commit to 10 days of lives, 30 days of reels. I can commit to a gallon of water. I, it doesn't have to be health related, right? I can commit to whatever and seeing who's resilient enough to do it. Cause like I'll use her as an example. Um, like I didn't know when Amanda Stanley was going to earn a car, but I knew she was going to eventually. Right? Like, she went li- she went live, like, 2,000 days in a row. I mean, that might not be right. It was a lot, though. Like, 1,500 days in a row. Right? It just shows resiliency. Maybe not pinnacle leadership. Sure, no. But somebody with resiliency, I just... I don't quit on them because they're not quitting on themselves. Does that make sense? So whatever their goals are, and it doesn't have to be champ six. It doesn't have to be rank five. It doesn't have to be anything. It can be whatever. But if somebody is saying, this is what I want to do, it's our job to support them through that. It's our job to say, okay, Chelsea, that's your goal. Awesome. And then it's up to you. To decide how you want to push them, but also respecting where they are in their journey. Right? That's what that mid-level leadership resiliency looks like. And don't be scared when you see something in somebody to set some goals for them. If you see greatness in Renee, all right, Renee, you know what, girl? Like, it's time. It's about time for rank eight. I know you feel it. You feel it. I feel it. What like I'm she's in the she's literally the center of my screen, right? Um, like like what's the goal? When do you want to do it by? How can I help you? How would you like me to coach you? What how how often would you like me to push you? These kinds of things. Right? Would you like me to uh come? You know, set up some um some challenges for you for your team. Whatever. You can get creative with it. But for everybody, and I think we've all had a great little awakening. Um, as more and more people have maintained these higher ranks of seven and eight, of like we're sitting at seven and eight because. I don't think most of us saw rank nine or rank 10. So we never actually set the goals for that. You know what I mean? Like, I really think that's, I really think that's why we get stuck at six. A lot of people get stuck at six because you never actually set the date for seven. And I don't care what your date is for seven, but set it. I don't care what your date is for rank eight. It's your race. But if you just, Don't give up, you'll win. You know, some of you should rescue an animal and name it like millions or billions or legend or something. (laughs) And be like, come here, legend. Come here, legend. Come here, legend. Like, I don't know. Maybe if you keep yelling the word legend, come here, legend. Come here, millions. Come here, millions. I don't know, you might accidentally manifest yourself millions and millions of dollars, all right? So, I don't know, I don't know. Some of you are still giving birth this month. Maybe you could name your children. <laughs> I don't know, Brittany, is it too late to name change? I don't know, no, too late. Hazel's a great name, but I'm thinking, Um, you know, <laughs> just that's why I said an animal. <laughs> that's why I said an animal. Yeah, all that's gonna come to... um. To Brie right now is, uh, is, uh, is marshmallows. So, um, I guess we're going to have s'mores at Brie's house. All right. So, um, anyway, <laughs> she's calling the s'mores down to her. All right. The third thing though, for real is, uh, is I want you to start paying attention to people's communication. Okay. This one, it, I, I still see as very difficult for some of you on this call. Okay. Communication is a core leadership function. I want you to pay attention to the people that are able to think with clarity, to express ideas, and aren't afraid without being super horrible and confrontational, okay, what's going on in their world. Effective communication also includes who listens, pay attention to who's asking questions, and then most importantly, if you're trying to identify these mid-level leaders, who, whose actions and words are in alignment, right? How many of you have been told, I'm not even exaggerating, like let's say 15 times, 20 times, 30 times. Oh my God, that's exactly what I needed to hear. It's just different today. Today, it just, it resonated so differently. Today was it. Today was the day. I mean, the way Amber said it, I get it. The way, uh, way Lizbeth said it, oh my God, I, I had a breakthrough. I've broken through, Roberto. I've broken through, Kristen. I, this is going to be different. And then three weeks later, there's another call. And they're saying the same things. Oh my God, Jenny, that was it. It was a breakthrough. Everything's changed. Everything's gonna look different. I'm gonna start showing up differently. I'll see you on the power hour tomorrow, Tawny. Brooke, I'm there. You can rely on me from now on. Don't call me freckles, Megan. Don't call me freckles. I'm not freckles. No, I'm not. I'm not freckles. Like how many of you have heard this? And it's the right stuff every time they say the right stuff every single time and you get all whoo oh my god oh my god and then some of you are like no not anymore this is like boy who cries wolf you been there lazy freckles yeah this is the lazy freckles version right okay you been there okay yeah i'm gonna be your top earner okay okay I want you to pay attention to the communication that is not just verbal. I want you to actually pay more attention to the communication that is nonverbal. I want you to, I want you to pay attention to the people that when you say do Betty, when you, when you give them an assignment, when you ask them to do something, there's not even a conversation. It's just done. That's leadership. I shouldn't have to chase you down. I shouldn't have to remind you for a call every Wednesday or every Friday or every whatever. I shouldn't have, no. So I want you to pay attention to the people whose actions match the words. Otherwise, you're gonna have a really difficult time scaling your business and a really awful time building mid-level leadership because the people who are actually Mid-level leaders and are showing you through their actions are not being seen because they're not doing this. Right? They don't have time to do this because they're doing the things you asked them to do. Again, she's in the center of my screen, but like, I've, we've, I mean, we've known, and by we, I'm talking about me and Jenny, really. But we've known who Mark and Renee Terry are since day one. And for a long time I was like, I don't really know if those, I don't really know if, if, if Team Terry likes me. But they are on everything and they're doing all the things and they're doing very well. So um, I'm just going to watch them and follow them and get to know their story and whatever. And I'll just kind of stay quiet over here because they're staying quiet. But they're like crushing. They're like living on live video cooking. Well, Mark is cooking a whole lot um renee's eating a lot uh, just kidding, right, but like I just kept watching, you know, and then when they hit champ, I was like, mm, no surprise, right, and we still didn't really have a lot of time together in person, but then like. And I knew they liked me at this point, right? But then when, when I saw Mark and Renee at a couple of events, and then in particular at Jenny's Champ Retreat, and Mark and I had like a great conversation and whatever we're talking about. Oh, he's like, oh, thank you so much for telling us to invest in some of that stuff. We did, we made a ton of money, blah, blah, blah. Having all this conversation, I'm like, "Huh. Ah. They've just never been talkers. They're just taking action, right? And and it did start as mid-level leadership, and now it's moving up into obviously high level leadership. But I think sometimes we pay so much attention to the person that's like a mega, mega horn, right? We, or megaphone, whatever. We pay so much attention to the person who's so loud, right? Cause they've probably heard so many times squeaky wheel, squeaky wheel, squeaky wheel. Well, you can squeak. You can ask as many questions as you want, but can you squeak and then do something about it? We're just going to keep squeaking, right? You're getting a little squeaky over there, little mouse. All right. So yeah, the quality of the squeak. I like that Luna right but communicate 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 and uh especially on that global scale um i want to say this cuz i know a lot of you are trying to build international businesses or you have international businesses communication becomes more important than ever as you move into countries where english is not the first language or just countries period that do not have american culture which is every country outside of america okay Like you have to talk to these people. You have to listen more. And the interesting thing about leadership when it is a long distance leadership relationship is they better trust the hell out of you. Because if they do not, they know they can get away with whatever they want. They can separate from you entirely. They they, they know you're not just going to show up because... You're so, such an ignorant American that you're not even going to use the right address. You don't even know how to read the address. So they're going to hide in their little Belgian and Dutch and German villages and hide from you and you're never going to find them. I'm just kidding. But as long as you are communicating and slowing down before reacting, a lot of you are going to be able to find some great, lead, uh, some great leaders. And one thing I will say with communication, this is for everybody on here, is make sure you always hear every side to a story. Okay, it is so easy to side with the person who has the bigger business. You know, she's a rank four, and she's crushing MVP, and she's la 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 la, and she's, you know, whatever. And you discount the person, it's just human nature, right, who maybe doesn't have, you know, the biggest team or or hasn't been around the longest or what have you. Uh, No, always Both sides. And always remember, some of you know this, but I'm just going to say it anyway. There's three sides to every story. It's not even two. So it's okay that you, quote unquote, make a decision or side with whoever you decide is right. But understand that that person is also a flawed human just like we all are. Okay? So the truth is always somewhere in the middle. It just tends to skew towards one side more or the other. Uh, but as if you open those lines of communication and you don't shut people down, you'll find that leaders or potential leaders, they will rise up a lot faster because they feel so much more comfortable. So communicate, okay? The next thing I want you to look for for mid-level leaders is influence. Influence, okay? Rank does not equal influence, not only improve it, but certainly not in this team. And I know you know that, okay? Um, Sometimes our company does things that I'm like, why is that person highlighted? I have no idea. But I also remember it's not my company. So they can put whoever they want on stage and do whatever uh, they want to do. And it's not my choice, right? But I do have the choice to give influence to people. And that's what all of you do also. I want to put this in perspective for you. On your team calls, the people you choose to highlight, the people you choose to edify, the people whose very names come out of your mouth, whether it's on a team call or on your social media, you are transferring them influence. Make sense? Whether for good or for worse. And I would ask you to pay attention to character. And if something barf, like if something gives you, not barfy, but like, if somebody gives you that like, ugh feeling, anyone ever felt like the ugh feeling sometimes? Jen has, yeah, Sydney has, Tawny has, Brie has, right? Um, Courtney has, Adele has, I guess all of you probably have, right? Follow that follow that. Um, the only times I've ever regretted edifying people is when I knew from day one, something didn't feel right. And I still kept saying their name. And remember how powerful you are. You have that same power on your calls. You have that same power on your social media. Be careful. I'm not saying anything horrific is ever going to happen, okay? But I want you to keep that mentality. Because if you're giving... The more you say somebody's name, the more people start asking, hey, what's her social media handle? Hey, I want to follow her. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Right? And it's interesting... Because I think I was thinking about this just the other day. There was somebody who really um, went a little squirrely when I did not make them chief. So this is back in January 2020. I didn't make somebody chief of Empire University. A, yes, I always felt something was off. But aside from that, it just didn't make sense. Like The person didn't have the skill set to run an entire event. Right. A lot of you have no idea what I'm talking about and that it's not meant to be a dramatic statement. It's meant to describe a situation. Okay? I knew it was the right decision to not make that person chief of the entire event and give them the most influence over all of Empire University and then the most influence, therefore, over the Empire for a period of time. Right. I think we all know. I chose Brooke Porch. She's the chief, right? I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't even. I know I haven't like talked about it in a long time, and I don't even know if I properly edified the work she did, like. <gasps> I, that's one of the best decisions. That's like, that's like, you know, when you marry somebody, you're like, it was the best decision of my life. Man, that was up there. <laughs> All right. I mean, clearly I didn't make the best decision of my life with my first marriage. So uh, my marriage to Brooke Port, no regrets. Okay. No regrets. All right. Um, I mean, wow. It was such a good decision. And now as I look It was only three, excuse, four months later, four months later, that said person who made a huge deal about, you know, Brooke doesn't even know what she's doing and what a terrible blah, 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 like, which I was, I don't know how to fight, but I was, I was ready, okay? I was not ready, but I would have hired somebody or something. I don't really know. Okay, I'll protect you. That's all I can promise, Brooke. I will protect you. Please do not rely on me in a fight. That's correct. Um, Bad idea. Um, Somebody else is more violent. Many of you. You're all probably more violent. So uh, I I call in David Verostegui. He can fly planes. He'll pick all of you up, all the violent ones, and then he'll ship you to protect Brooke. Look, there we go. I organized it. It's handled. I'll fund it. All right? So look, boom, solution i feel like stephanie holman would like literally kill a man so um i don't know why but and, and angela's face alone i mean really <laughs> look at her eyebrows right now <laughs> oh she went mm, yeah i don't mm, yeah act like we don't know whatever that's enough all right and then we'll send them out to south carolina where the swamps are and uh situation handled all right um but it, sydney's waiting for a fight oh my god i can't look at the chat right now y'all are wild y'all are wild i love this team okay So anyway, it was only three, four months later when the person went completely off the rocker. It only took that much time. And so I say that to you because I want you to be careful who you give influence to. When I think about now, 18 months later, what could have happened had I given her Brooke's job? That would have impacted every single one of you. Every single one of you. So think about it from the scale of your organization. Whose name are you saying because you feel like you're supposed to? But you know you shouldn't be. And it's not too late to stop. It's not too late to stop. Okay? Okay. And by the way, if you ever feel something weird about somebody... Don't be scared to tell the person. Like, let's say Megan Hunter recruits somebody. And I'm like... This is really awkward. But like... Um, it, something about him. Like, I don't know what it is. But uh, I just gotta tell you, something's not right. And what's sh- what's probably not that shocking is... Megan might be like, I was thinking that, but I didn't know if it was me or whatever. I just had this conversation literally with Sydney like a week ago. I was like, Sydney, I don't know how to say this, but her energy feels like, and I named somebody, who none of you know who the person is, but like Sydney knows who it is. Well, actually, I think Je- Jenny knows who she is too. Um, I was like, her energy, like, I-, I feel like I'm talking to blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh my God, that's exactly what she feels like. Yes, okay, I've been feeling it too. I'm like, okay, I just didn't know. Like, I just, hmm. we have to make sure we protect ourselves and our teams as well, okay? And you might be met a little bit with some resistance, right? But what you and your business need is commitment. Is commitment. And it's important to develop a range of influencing styles. So you can have different people with different perspectives and different talents on board. Right? But... The influence, if you see somebody with the personality that can influence people to do things, might be a rising leader. You know, when you see somebody who can influence people in the chat to follow things, might be a rising leader. If somebody's influencing people to get on power hours or get on team trainings or or what have you, you know, hey, did you not get your Fall Fest ticket yet? Those people? Did anyone say that? Like, Did you see anyone in your chat like, got mine for Fall Fest, how about you? That might be a rising leader. I don't care if they're a weak in business. It's somebody who is using their influence. Pay attention. Okay? The fifth thing for rising leaders is their ability to learn and do it different ways. Being agile. Somebody who it seems like they're seeking out opportunities to learn and learn quickly. Because to be good at anything requires knowledge. Skills can be learned. Technical know-how can be learned, right? But what separates the people who are actually able to lead from everything else is that they have an ability to adjust, an ability to adapt, an ability to respond, an ability to be resourceful, somebody who always wants to learn, like, I know I'm not the only one who feels like this. How many of you knew Tawny was gonna be a car earner and fast? Why? Yeah. We just read the chat. (laughs) Yeah. She was everywhere. She was always trying to learn. What's the next this? What's the next that? Oh, my God. Typing in all the chats. Every power hour. All over the place. Happy. Excited. Oh, I didn't know that. Let me learn. Oh, my God. I think I messed up. Let me try something else. Oh, geez. How can I do that? Oh, I learned about this from blah, 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 blah. It's like, "Mm mm-hmm. Okay. And she stood out not because she looks like a mermaid, okay? But she stood out because she was doing that. She was learning from day one your rising leaders will put themselves in positions to learn. They're not the people that you have to shove to calls. They're not people that every week you're like, are you going to be on the call? Are you going to be on the call? Are you going to be on the call? Hey, power hour. See you on power hour. See you on power hour. Hey, here's your, uh, hey, 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 hey. And, and look, there's a, there's a space for those people. I want those people too, little freckles, right? I want those people too that have to be reminded of the MVP, um, you know, leaderboards, the little checkoff boxes. I want the people too that are here just for community. But this is a conversation about how do you find your mid-level leaders? There's not one, I mean, literally look through the Zoom, like scroll through the faces. There's not one of you that I handheld. Yes, I have coached many of you. Yes, I have been on the phones where you're crying with over half of you. Yes, I have been sitting there talking you off of ledges with most of you. Yes, we have gone through some leadership crap with the uh, all of you. Okay, we have all gone through this, like the just, oh my God. But don't you think it's interesting that on a call with this many people who, who are driving cars they've earned... None of you, I was like, so, mele, I was just wondering, like, we gonna go live today, babe, or, like, maybe tomorrow. Hey, Amanda, like, um... Just wanted to make sure you know about MVP. Hey, um, hey, what's going on, Jenny? Yeah, so like, there's a call on Wednesdays. So let's make sure we're there, girl. Okay, see you next Wednesday. Hey, I just wanted to remind you, Nicole, set the alarms in your phone. That's what we do, that's what we do. Okay, I just wanna make sure you know the scripts. Oh, what, what group? Oh, oh, the group, right. Okay, the group is called the Empire, Adele. None of you, that literally happened with none of you. Did, did you ask me questions? Yes. And those of you who are greener, yes, Roberto. Okay, yes, there's, a, there's some of you who, who asked a lot, 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 a lot of questions. But I never handheld you. You were always looking for opportunities to learn. And you were always looking for ways to get better. You are always agile in your learning. So when you're looking for leaders, look for the people who actually want to learn. You've heard this before, right? What do I say? What have I said a million times before? Leaders are learners. If you want to earn, you must first learn. It's the only way. It's literally the only way way and if you're shoving books down people's mouths and they won't read them and you're giving them all the homework assignments and they're not doing them i mean guys we have homework every single day who are the people that are doing it and can you go back to the tip i said earlier which is recognize them can you be like, every freaking day I see you in that chat, Elena, with your three takeaways. Every day, every day I see your story, your mix-ups, Candace. Every day I see you do blah, 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 Katie. Yes. Because then they know that you see them and leaders will continue to show up. And then the last thing I'll say, because I'll try to get you guys out of here on time. I've got three minutes. Is those mid-level leaders have self-awareness. They understand their own style, okay? Again, look around the call. I haven't tried to change any of you. Are some of you way better speakers now because you learned how to pace yourself from me? Sure. Are you better presenters because now you understand the flow of a story like we talked about? Sure. Are you working on it? Sure, right? Are you better at influence now because... Again, you pace, you use voice inflection, whatever, yes. But aside from that, look around the call. Whole bunch of people that look different, that talk differently, that speak different languages, that live all over the world, that are completely different. Some of you are super high energy, some of you are super quiet, some of you are super shy, some of you are super extroverted, tons of variety, tons of styles. And when you understand your own style, your own things that motivate you, your own things that make you your strengths, are all the things that are making you so equipped, you crush. The same's for your team. So I want you to pay attention to the people that know who they are. I'm not saying the a-holes you know, because there's some of those people that are like, no, I'm not going to change. I know who the f I am. Not like that. Like somebody like, I'll use the example, Kristen. When Kristen won the Louis bag that Amber then won, like, it was because she was in church. Right? She was in church. Now it kind of sucks, right? Obviously, they're really good friends. And, like, <laughs> sucks that she didn't win a bag because she was in church. But, like, I would have never been like you can't love Jesus anymore, Kristen. I've seen enough Jesus on your wall for a lifetime, right? Like it would never happen. I mean, not because of my own religious beliefs, but like there's that too. But because that's who she is. That's who she is. That's her own style. She has this slow, beautiful, paced teacher thing about her that when she trains, I'm like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. I can't adopt Kristen's teaching and training style because it's not mine. It's so good for her. Just like her best friend is Amber. Have you seen Amber Train? It is nothing like Kristen, but it's equally as impactful. If you missed the Mexico call last night with Brooke training, watch. I don't tell y'all to ever go watch replays. Watch the replay. Latino call. I'm sorry. Go watch that call. Just like the 20 minutes at the end. Oh, my God. I don't think any of you could have delivered that train. You couldn't have. You couldn't have not only from the storytelling, but it was Crazy powerful she was super red I was like boom. then she went so yellow they were like damn then she went red full circle they were like damn like oh my god but it was her style I could say it for all of you in your training styles remember the first time I watched Jenny train for like the first time in three years I was like what the what was that what what was that what was that? Like, where did that come from? Right? Like, I was like overwhelmed. She was so good. I can say this with a lot of you, but it's your own styles. I'm not watching you train like, oh, yeah, that's exactly how I train. No. Yeah. Like, Robert. oh, Jenny. Yes, Jenny. Oh, I, I'm, I'm done. I could just shout all y'all out. I'm over it. All of you. Okay. It's because of your own styles. You know who you are. So who in your teams is showing that, is displaying a different level of confidence, maybe not confident all the time, but a level of confidence around who they are? Because if they're there in the middle, they're in a great place to collaborate. They're in a great place to generate new ideas and solve problems. They're in a great place to gain experience. Right? So I want you to pay attention to those people Do, does everyone have like a face in your head you're like i didn't even think about that person until right now does anyone have somebody you're like whoa i need to i need to pour into that person a little more whoa oh my god okay good because those people are how you get to seven those people are how you get to eight those people are how you get to nine ten and legend